This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. I'm Caleb Brown. Plenty of corporations are arranged to look out for so-called stakeholders, non-owners, who stand to benefit from the mission of the organization, while others focus strictly on the bottom line. The feds want to have a say about how companies operate, and the camel's nose under the tent appears to be moving toward compelling corporations to disclose how friendly they are to a variety of non-profit-related interests. Adam Millsap with Stand Together comments. So there was a famous fight many years ago between John Mackey of Whole Foods, uh, occasional guest on this podcast, and uh, Milton Friedman, who sadly was never a guest on this podcast, um, talking about the idea of stakeholders within firms. And Milton Friedman had this sort of, I guess, normative view that, look, bottom line, all that, all that a company is going to be worried about is increasing shareholder value. Essentially, everybody else is secondary. And uh, in a sense, there's no such thing as stakeholders. There are owners, there are directors, there are people that the owners hire to run the, run the thing. And then there are the employees that are hired by the people who are hired to run the thing in order to make the whole enterprise profitable. And uh, John Mackey's point was, look, the more that you can uh, give these people a sense of ownership, even if it's not in a technical sense, then you you can increase shareholder value. And Milton Friedman says, well, that's fine. But again, at the bottom line, all that matters is who owns it. Those are the people whose value that needs to be uh, enhanced by the people who run the corporation. So there is this other issue related to this, which is uh, to what extent are regulators and members of Congress or state legislatures going to try to direct companies to take into account the interests of so-called stakeholders. Now, I know Elizabeth Warren is a big fan of this kind of uh, capitalism. Stakeholder capitalism is what they call it. I think that's a misnomer, but you tell me uh, if I'm wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, you hit the nail on the head there with Milton Friedman and uh, John Mackey's kind of disagreement. So Milton Friedman penned the famous essay in the 70s about firms should focus on their shareholders, maximizing shareholder profit. That's a kind of an easy metric for them to look at and focus on. It can show the investors of the company, whether the company is doing well. Um, and then this other idea that all the stakeholders battle and should have some matter and should have some kind of financial interest um, in the firm. and you know, to the extent that companies want to do that voluntarily, like Mackey, he wants to run Whole Foods with kind of this stakeholder model um, where, you know, he claims that he's looking out for everybody. But again, he even admits kind of himself that he's doing this to improve the bottom line, right? When you have employees who are engaged, who are loyal to the company, they'll do better work, less turnover, that'll save the firm money, and it'll help the bottom line. And and Friedman was largely in the same boat with the sense of like, yes, to the extent you need to pay attention to all your stakeholders, that's certainly true. You can't have your employees hate you, your customers hate you, your suppliers hate you, right? You want to be a good business person, then you're going to have to make all those stakeholders, you know, want to do business with you. But again, you're doing it for the sole purpose of trying to increase increase revenue and increase profit. Now what we're seeing is that instead of allowing people like Mackey to do this voluntarily, that there's going to be regulation and um, legal liabilities placed on these firms to operate in the way that firms like Whole Foods and some other kind of, a, they're called benefits corporations and a lot of different states allow you to charter your corporation as a benefits corporation where you explicitly state that you're going to look out for all of these various stakeholders. Um, so you're getting a lot of legal pressure now from the regulators, SEC, uh, 
Congress to mandate these sorts of things. So whether it's gender quotas on your board, um, all this like diversity, equity, inclusion stuff falls under this idea of stakeholder capitalism. Then the ESG, um, the environmental, social, and governance investing. So rather than just being able to choose as a firm how you want to how you want to be organized and what kind of stakeholders you're actually going to look at, the government is going to have that idea in their head about what you should be doing. This top down solution is going to be imposed on everybody. That you're going to have to be paying attention to your company, your customers, you know, your employees, your suppliers, and all of that kind of stuff. So it's just going away from what Mackie was talking about, which is the way he wants to run his company to this top down. Everybody has to do it that way. So, what as a as a practical matter, what does this look like in practice? We should. What are we looking for when we see the kinds of impositions that uh, members of Congress or regulators would like to see imposed on companies? So I think it's going to start out small things. Um, so Elizabeth Warren has her uh, Conscious Capitalism Act. So there's some actual legislation out there that's floating around um, that kind of gets more into this. It would apply to private sector and public companies. So you'd all have to get a charter from this newly created federal agency that would allow you to be a corporation uh, rather than going to the states. How it currently works today is that states charter corporations, not the federal government. This would be a federal office that would charter every corporation. And so all of these stakeholders have to be explicitly accounted for in your business. You have to explain what you're doing and how that's helping out all these different stakeholders. But what we're seeing right now is more subtle things. So the uh, SEC just allowed NASDAQ to um, require all of the companies listed on NASDAQ's exchange to have a certain number of minorities on their board. And if they don't, they have to explain why they don't. So it's a small thing like a disclosure. So there's no penalties associated with it yet or anything like that. Um, but the problems with disclosures uh, oftentimes is that they start out just as an informational gather information gathering purpose, but then quickly turn into a mandate. And so right now the SEC is talking about climate disclosures. So how does your business affect the environment? How does your business affect you know emissions and the climate? Um, human capital. What does your workforce look like? Do you have enough minorities in various positions? Um, how does your gender pay gap look? And so you have to reveal all this information to Congress, and they say they're not going to do anything with it right now, or the regulators aren't going to do anything with it right now. Um, but once the information's out there, it's not very hard for everyone to come in and start saying, well, this one doesn't look as well as this company's does. So why don't you make your, you know, wage distribution look more like theirs? Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of the idea of a, like a lead certification for construction. Like this is a private entity that creates this set of metrics for determining how environmentally friendly your uh, construction is in general. And hey, you're, you may be proud to have that label mm -hmm. on, on your building and say, hey, yeah, we uh, abided by this group's uh, policies when it comes to uh, building our building, and we did it, and we're very happy to, to have this certification. You get enough people who have engaged in that kind of uh, uh, process when they're doing their buildings, and maybe at some point you want the government to then delegate to this group the ability to say yes or no to the construction of new buildings. Um, yeah. That seems like what it is, that, that you have a, maybe at some point a critical mass of companies that are behaving, quote unquote, the right way. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they want to use the power of government to lean on companies that are perhaps not behaving in quite the same way they are. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Um, the lead thing, I think the lead's a good analogy. Um, 
And and then and then the question always comes down to probably the same thing with the lead question is is that if this is usually they make the argument that you make your you make your uh, uh, building more environmentally friendly you'll save on energy cost right they always try to talk about it as if it's like a way for you to cut down on your cost and it'll be better for you as a firm um, but if that's the case you don't need to mandate it right you see people actively going after these kind of things the same thing with the stakeholder capitalism argument that we're seeing now when people say hey you know John Mackey thinks that the way he runs his business is great everyone should run their business that way or something similar um, and don't worry it'll also help you make more money. Well, if that was the case, and we would just, ex- I would expect these firms to do it on their own. That would be the shareholder maximizing thing to do. If it's truly going to help your company earn more money, then you should be doing that on your own and undertaking that on your own as the CEO and the board of directors. Um, so it's interesting that that this better idea um, comes with mandates, which always makes me skeptical of how much better the idea actually is. So what's the five-year plan, to borrow a phrase, for uh, the, the people who want to see this kind of imposition on private firms? So like I said, I think it's going to start out small. I think you're going to see the SEC is going to come down with some new disclosures probably in the fall around things like human capital, around things like the environment. Um, companies are going to have to explain what they're doing with their workforce, how they're making sure that people get promotions, um, what they're doing on the, with their pay scales. Um, I have to explain what they're doing to help the environment. And like I said, it'll start out with just the disclosures, but then we'll see over time, once this information is out there, once the SEC is able to gather it, once other public agencies are able to gather it, they can start using it to craft rules and regulations. Um, there'll be a lot of lawsuits. It's not clear whether the SEC can do this kind of stuff. Um, when the SEC passed the or approved NASDAQ's rule, um, one of the commissioners, Hester Pierce, wrote a uh, rebuttal saying how you know she didn't think this was the right thing for the SEC to do that was outside their scope of authority, that this requires congressional action. So there will certainly be lawsuits around some of this stuff. Um, but I think it's going to start more on the regulatory side before it gets to the point where you were saying, kind of like once you get to critical mass, if you get enough companies who are voluntarily doing it, it'll make it much easier to pass legislation because you have a lot of few people standing up against it. Adam Millsap is a senior fellow for Economic Opportunity Issues at Stand Together. We spoke in September. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast pretty much anywhere and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.